Genesis 28 begins with Isaac summoned Jacob and blessed him and commanded him. This is right on the heels of him stealing the blessing and Esau plotting his murder. And I think this confirms to me anyway um, that Isaac realized that he was opposing God's will by attempting to bless Esau first. And then once he realized that, he refused to bless Esau at all, which I think is a little bit of an overreaction, but in light of realizing that you're about to oppose God, probably not unreasonable. Because here, Isaac blessed Jacob again. He blessed him, and he commanded him to go and get a wife from the daughters of Laban, the, um, the brother of Rebecca, so his, uh, go get a cousin as your wife, up there in uh, Haran. And and then he actually confers the blessing of Abraham onto him. He says, "May God give you and your offspring the blessing of Abraham, so that you may possess the land where you live, and that you will grow and multiply uh, into an assembly of people, into as many people as the dust of the ground." And Esau noticed that Isaac blessed Jacob again, even though not too long ago he asked for another blessing. And Isaac told him, I have no other blessing for you. And then here he sees him giving him another blessing. And so Esau realized he must have been slow in the uptake because this has been like a common thing for the last several chapters that his wives were pain to his parents and they didn't like them. And so instead of having long heartfelt discussions with his wives about um, family origins and traditions and how, how respect and honor cultures work there and, um, and, and trying to work with them, he went to Ishmael and married one of Ishmael's daughters, so that he would have a wife from the line of Abraham. Rejected line of Abraham, but line of Abraham nonetheless. It did not work. So then Jacob traveled, and he's somewhere in between Beersheba, the place of the oath, um, double oath now. Uh, if we remember, that's the place where they named the well, because Abraham named it that because he made a deal with um, one of the kings, Abimelech. And then later, uh, Isaac had some troubles, a bunch of things happened, and then he went to Beersheba, and he named that place Beersheba again as the place of the oath, because that's where Abimelech came to him, and they made a deal that they were going to still be friends even after all of the uh, conflict between their slaves. So, doubly named Beersheba, unless there are two of them, which I don't know. I don't think there are. I think it's just the one. So, it's somewhere between that place and Haran, which is where he was going. That's where um, uh, Terah, Abraham's dad, went and stopped before he decided, before he went on to Canaan. So, they were going all the way from Uz to Canaan and stopped in Haran. And that's where um, all of Abraham's, ex well, all of that's where one of his brothers, one of Abraham's brothers, remained with his father, Terah. 
and so his descendants are there. So they're between, he's between those two places. He gets tired. He finds a rock to sleep on. And then he woke up. And, or he woke, woke up. He did not wake up. This is a dream. He had a dream where he saw a, a stairway to heaven or a ladder to heaven. And angels were ascending and descending on it. And the Lord said, standing there beside him, said, I am Yahweh, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your offspring the land that you are now sleeping on. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth. This is the promise of, of Abraham that uh, God is confirming on Jacob. So this is passed on by Isaac and then confirmed by God himself. He says, look, I am about to, uh, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Jacob woke up. He's like, surely this place is awesome. Uh, this is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. And so in the morning, he got up and he uh, put the rock up, poured oil on it, and he named the place Bethel, which means house of God. I wonder what gate of heaven is in Hebrew. That would have been a cool name. I mean, Bethel is not bad. Uh, and even though the city there was previously named uh, Luz or Luz, I did not look up the pronunciation on that one. And then he made a vow, and this vow is very much in line with what God just promised him in the dream. He says, if God will be with me and watch over me on this journey, if he provides me with food to eat, clothing to wear, and if I return safely to my father's house, then Yahweh will be my, my God. This stone that I have set up as a marker will be God's house, and I will give to you a tenth of all that you give me. And so he promises the tenth and that he would follow God in exchange for a safe journey and return home. What's interesting there, though, is that this tenth, uh, I don't think I've seen a tenth in any of Isaac's uh, stuff. So if that's, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if that was you know, not important for part of the story, or if this really is pointing back to Abraham's tenth. And so the tenth that Abraham gave was the tenth when he went and he freed Lot. He took a tenth of everything that he got from taking out those four kings, four, five kings, four or five kings. He took a tenth of all of that loot and he gave it to the Lord through the priest of Melchizedek. So Melchizedek came out and blessed him and Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. And, um, and then the other king came out, the, the king of Sodom, and uh, tried to bless Abraham and by giving him all his stuff. And Abraham said, nope, you take all your stuff. I want nothing to do with you. And nothing, you, you can't give me anything because I don't want you to claim that you have any part in me. And so this is, this is, the reference of the tenth, that he would give back a tenth of everything that God gave him because everything that God gives is a blessing and giving part of that back is a, uh, it's a, it's a portion of remembering. 
It's the part that you give back to God to remind yourself and to humble yourself and, and acknowledge that that is from God. Because many times when we receive things, we assume that it's because of our hard work, our brilliance, our business savvy, whatever it may be. But there are a lot of very, very hardworking people in the world who do not receive a lot in return for that hard work. Everything that you receive that is in abundance is from God. And we need to be accepting of that humbly and giving that back humbly in a, in a memorial portion in order to remind our own hearts not to hold on to that, but to give that up and remind ourselves that it ultimately came from God as a gift. It is not because of, entirely because of our hard work or our dedication. Now that's a part of it. Obedience and following through and doing the hard work is most certainly a part of it. Jacob left and he went and he sought and he obeyed. Um, in fact, I think there's a place in here where... It... So uh, Isaac sent Jacob, but then there's a verse in here too that um, it, it popped as a like, huh, it made it sound like he didn't have to. Ah, where'd it go? I don't think I'll be able to find it. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's my ramblings. The end. <laughs>